Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast! podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at First first Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time, that's 12 to 3 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. America, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every single day from sunny Southern California and the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. I don't hate telling you I told you so. I told you so a long time ago. The truth ends up coming out. Um, it makes complete sense, but it's, it, it's, it, we, we dodged around all this other stuff. Okay. And I, on some level, I commend Lamar Jackson. I commend Lamar Jackson because even though he's not really truly owning it, even though he's not really truly saying it, the whole Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens thing doesn't come down to Greg Roman, doesn't come around to surrounding talent, doesn't come down to feel for the organization or if they love him. It only comes down to one thing, money. That's it. And look, he's allowed, you are allowed, if that's your intention, if that's your desire, if that's what you want, you're absolutely allowed to. And remember, there is precedent in professional sports, especially in football, for getting more money than the guy before you. We told you this for over a year. I have said, hey, look, dude, once that Deshaun Watson deal went, he wants more money than Deshaun Watson. That's the highest contract. That's what he wants. That's why none of the negotiations actually matter. It didn't matter. 
And people are like, well, the Ravens lowballed him. And they like, no, no, no. The Ravens were negotiating. He wasn't. Negotiating is, hey, I want Deshaun Watson money. You want to pay me X. Let's find a way to make this all work. And believe it or not, there is a way to make it sort of work and get close to what he wants. The problem is, again, without an agent, it's impossible because there's ways in which you can write it, ways in which bonuses can be attainable, ways in which if he's healthy, you know, it activates the next couple of years in the contract. But he doesn't want that. He wants more money than Deshaun Watson. He said so on social media. Which brought out some super weird advice on social media. Right. Like Deion Sanders said, uh, be you essentially. In the pantheon of really cliche pieces, pieces of advice that you can give to somebody who's looking up to you, younger than you, wants to experience everything you experience. If your advice is, hey, man, be you. Well, first of all, most people in their 20s don't actually know who they are. Secondly, it doesn't actually matter who you are. It's how you're perceived. And again, what somebody's willing to pay you. BU is, it's a lot like when, uh, when you call a kid over and you go, right, when he, right, right before he's about to pitch. Hey, man, throw strikes. Or relax. Like, th- thanks, I, I understand. Like you saying relax doesn't help me relaxed. It means you think I'm uptight and I'm going to be more uptight because of it. Or here's one. Have fun. Like that's that's not exactly great insight with with Deion Sanders. It's I really don't want to tackle this topic. So I'm just going to go, hey, man, be you do you. He has been. and It hasn't worked out well in terms of this negotiation. He's pushed for something and he's gotten no response in in the affirmative. Then you have Asante Samuel saying, hey, man, you don't want to play for Bill Belichick. None of that actually matters. You guys, none of you guys are getting it. None of these guys get it. It It has nothing to do with who you're paying, playing for or what. He doesn't care about the Ravens. He doesn't care about anything else. He has stated as such, you know, I just want more money guaranteed than Deshaun Watson. There you go. Doesn't it? There, there was no, I, but I really, I really want to make it work here or I'd like to play and he doesn't care about style. Nothing else. He wants the money. That's it. Then you get Richard Sherman, who is, he's doing the political thing, which we now do in sports, which is telling half the story. Take a listen on his what podcast. Me off about is when Kirk Cousins got his fully guaranteed deal. I thought all the quarterbacks from then on were going to be like, hey, if it ain't guaranteed, I ain't taking it. Then Mahomes took that BS deal just 10 years and wanted to look like half a million like but if you get a half of that fully guaranteed everybody's happier that says president but when he didn't set it then josh allen didn't set it now lamar's trying to set it after deshaun's already said it and they're like nah um okay so here's the thing uh, if we're, you know, th- this is where we have to have real conversations and richard sherman knows this but he's leaving out some really curious facts. Here's one thing he's leaving out. Kirk Cousins was actually a free agent. Lamar Jackson is not. Kirk Cousins was franchise tagged twice and then became a free agent. So if Lamar did want a fully guaranteed contract, 
that was that mirrored that of Kirk Cousins only was a lot more money than what would he do? Play two years on a franchise tag, then be a free agent. And oh yeah, by the way, even Kirk Cousins' fully guaranteed deal was fully guaranteed for three years, which they redid at the end of the last year, before the last year, and they extended him two more years. But it was fully guaranteed for three years. Hey, uh, Jason Stewart, remind me. Remind me of this one. I just I want to make sure I get my facts straight. Lamar Jackson told the world how many years and how much money it was guaranteed for on Twitter. I think going back to last week, how many years was it guaranteed for? Um, I think it was three years for 133. Correct. Now, it was a likely a five-year deal where they retain his rights. You can kick some of the – and you end up still being on the roster year four, maybe even year five. None of that actually matters. But the point is that – that again, this is how disingenuous NFL players are, NFL agents are, and frankly, many people who carry the water for these disingenuous people who cover the NFL. Like, well, we don't have, there's no guaranteed money. Yes, there is. We're willing to guarantee the first three years, which, oh, yeah, by the way, you basically get paid up front. You know, all that signing bonus money, you get paid up front. It's got to be an escrow in 90 days, and then you got that money, and it's earning more money. And the art to it is having an agent that can build a contract where at some point in time, they're going to have to pick up those that fourth and fifth year to be guaranteed or find a way to get you out of it and then get a new deal somewhere else. But you're, you don't say that NFL players don't have guaranteed money. They do. Lots of it. They just don't have it for the full length of the contract. Some of that's because of... How the salary cap works, some of it's so the club can protect themselves. So that if you keep achieving what they expect you to achieve, then they can pick up those options and then you can stay on the team and they don't have to go through free agency again. No one said, hey, we're not going to give you guaranteed money. We're just not going to give you guaranteed money for five years. And for the Ravens, they're going to sit there and go like, well, why should we relinquish your rights after three years? We don't have to do anything right now. We have your rights for this year. And if we want, we can have your rights next year. And the truth is, you can have it for the third year, although it, it, it jumps up in what's called a transition tag. So I, I grow really frustrated over anyone saying anything about anything with Lamar Jackson other than it has nothing to do with weapons, doesn't have to do with offense. He obviously doesn't care about it being the Baltimore Ravens and their level of success. None of that matters. And it doesn't have to matter. It doesn't have to matter. For him, it's about one thing. I want more money than what Deshaun Watson got guaranteed. That's it. That's the only thing he cares about. And the rest of the league is sat there and go like, well, we don't like that contract. And the Ravens don't have to give you up. They don't even have to negotiate with you if they want to. They they just they can do whatever they want to do. And we don't want to pay that money. Like, so if you ask yourself, this is this is my least favorite least favorite segment in sports radio or segment in TV is would you trade so-and-so or would you trade for so-and-so? Would you trade Kevin Durant? Well, no. I don't want to trade Kevin Durant. What if I gave you five first-round picks non-protected? Well, okay, then I would trade and you could have Kevin Durant, right? Would you trade, you know, 
Pat Mahomes. No, I'm never trading Pat Mahomes. Okay, what if I gave you every first-round pick we had for the next 10 years, and then we gave you our quarterback who's good, and then we get, like, again, it's all in, it's all got to have context. So when teams aren't interested in Lamar Jackson, per all this Twitter stuff, what they're telling you is, I don't want to pay $235 million guaranteed for five years for Lamar Jackson and two first-round picks. No, thank you. No one asked them, well, what would happen if it was $150 million guaranteed? The reason that you don't have to answer that is Lamar has stated very clearly, this is what he wants, and he doesn't want anything else to do with anything else. And the only thing he's doing is he's negotiating against himself because no one's willing to get to that, pot, that, that, that mark. The Ravens negotiate in good faith. Lamar didn't have any bad faith. He just said, this is what I want. And they've been going back and forth probably a year on it. And, you know, even before the Deshaun thing. And then when the Deshaun thing happened, they were like, "Mm, we're staying away. You know, I haven't heard anybody who's like this pro Lamar thing going, you know, um, Aaron Rodgers signed afterwards. That's not a fully guaranteed contract. Uh, Kyler Murray signed a long contract extension. That's not a fully guaranteed. Nobody's been honest with you. None of the contracts that were signed this offseason are fully guaranteed deals. If he wants a Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins signed a three-year guaranteed deal, not five. And that was after two years of playing on the franchise tag, which, oh yeah, by the way, the franchise tag is only a one-year deal, but it's fully guaranteed. I pride myself on educating you with the actual truth. I'm not pro-owner or pro-player. I'm pro, this is the real deal. And if you ask me honestly, would I pay five years guaranteed for Lamar Jackson? The answer is no. And it's not because I I thought Sam Darnold was going to be better than Lamar Jackson coming out of college. I did. I thought Sam Darnold was going to be better. And he is not. It's because, again, you have the recent injury history. He missed 17 games the past two years. He actually was a wildly inaccurate thrower this past year. The most inaccurate starting quarterback in the NFL. He hasn't achieved nearly. We're talking about, you want to talk about dated data? He didn't win the MVP last year, the year before, several years ago. He's still a dynamic weapon, but the likelihood is he's going to have to be more of a thrower and less of a runner. And the more he throws, the worse he plays. That's the reality to it. And then I don't want to give anybody a five-year guaranteed contract in the NFL. Hell no. The least of which, a guy who's a running quarterback who's already been hurt twice and isn't very is inaccurate. And oh yeah, by the way, clearly has no true um, connection to Baltimore to the team to think about. You know, maybe this is in the best interest of the team. So no thanks, and it's not personal. It's just business. I wouldn't do it. And this is me saying that, knowing that he's the most dynamic runner who's played quarterback in the history of the sport. And though it's not easy, I do think you can win more in the playoffs with him. The problem is, when he lost in the playoffs, he had one of the best defenses in football. And if he gets his way and gets the biggest guaranteed amount possible for a long period of time, at some point, you're going to have to lose parts of your defense. And if you can't win when you have the number one defense in football, what leads you to believe you'll be able to win when you got the number 10 defense in football just because you paid your quarterback? These are common sense issues. 
Be sure to catch live editions of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. What up with you, Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're doing well. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcast live every single day from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. 
Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection. Over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way tire buying should be. That's how it should be. I really like that game, Dan Byer. It's just imminently hateable teams and imminently hateable <laughs> fan bases. You know? And I also think there's some teams where just nobody hates. Right? Like yes. nobody's like, you know, I hate the Mariners. <laughs> I can't stand the Mariners. The Pacific I, Northwest. I, I do find I do find this Yankees Astros conversation though very intriguing for the simple fact of like I, I, I don't blame you for taking the Yankees number one overall. I just in the atmosphere that I'm in, I feel like the Astros have like, you know, brought out this different emotion from baseball fans and maybe it's because we're in Southern California, but yeah. just the different emotion that we haven't, you know, we haven't seen before. And the Astros just always beat the Yankees anyway. So it's it's, you know, not like the the Yankees are unbeatable anymore, but it is an interesting dynamic, especially when it comes to those two teams. Uh, I think this is our year for the Angels to shut those boys up. I think this is the year. I have no <laughs> shut the Astros up. Uh, <laughs> uh, I meant you. Uh, specifically. Oh, me, yeah. You specifically. Well, I think it's yeah. going to be a lot easier because, you know, uh, the Rangers, they didn't get better with the Grom, <laughs> and the Mariners aren't trending upwards. And, you know, the Astros, you know, they're not just going to be the Astros. So should get easier definitely they're for the They're still the Angels. A's. To the A's. But by, by, by the way, by the way, by the way. We've, I've, I've made a, a, a choice about five years ago to never cover the A's ultimately moving from Oakland. Right. And I still make that choice. I don't want to hear anything. I please that you can report, Dan, you can do your job anytime that comes out during the year because it will periodically come out, you know, about them moving. We know like it's eventuality, not a possibility. Yeah. Like they're gone. It's just, this has been a decade in the making. Yep. And it's just, you know? I mean, Manfred's been talking about Las Vegas. Like, they're already in Las Vegas. I mean, the Las Vegas, I mean, Oakland A's. I don't know. Remember, for a long time, people thought that's the one that will work the best because, you know, baseball fans, summer, you know. But now there's also, it's, and I don't know how many people know this in Vegas, you're you're not at a mile high. You're like half a mile high. So there is an altitude. The ball will carry better. Uh, it's obviously going to have to be in a retractable dome because it's it's hotter than the sun during the day in the summer in Vegas. Um, but but really now like now you're getting to the I don't know. I, I mean I think it's still kind of a winning play to have a professional sports team in Vegas. But I I just feel like it it's become the Raiders have taken over. It's a football town. It's a big event town. And, you know, bas- summer basketball is gigantic there. Summer league is big there. They already have hockey. I don't I don't know. I almost feel like you're better off doing Nashville and being a bigger thing in Nashville. Sure, sure. The The question is Major League Baseball also looking to expand at some point. Right. So you could you could actually have best both. of both worlds in that yeah. situation. Yeah, Portland's another city, right? Nashville, yeah. Portland. Montreal, Portland's kind of know, a mess right now. Montreal's been linked a lot with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, even at one point, there was the proposal play to both split. Places? Yeah. I like to be- play both places. I like having a summer home in Florida, right? Or, you know, <laughs> yes. Let's go down to yeah. Florida. What were you going to say, Ramos? You always see how uh, what they call contract seasons are the ones where the players tend to rise. Uh, Aaron Judge last year, obviously, not a great couple of beginning years, but last year, the 62 home runs and the contract year rises his value. 
Otani is in that contract year. Can you imagine? This guy already is awesome. Can you imagine in this season for him? I if, mean, if he has a big contract year. Well, yeah, he just he has, has a. Adrian, if he has an Adrian Beltre, Adrian Beltre won the great contract year. Yeah, but he, but just think he's already that great. What could he possibly hit like seventy eight home runs and something yeah. like that? I mean, yeah, I I agree with you. I think he's going to have the like this over the top. I think this may be. Should I do a Jason Smith? This may be a bold statement. I say he hits over sixty two home runs. Whoa. <laughs> Mark it down, social media oh, department, oh, Fox Sports Radio. Say, I'm going to do a Jason Smith. That's amazing. Sager, don't. Yeah. yeah, Big Mike, do not put oh. that. Out. Oh, my goodness. Oh. I don't if know. You wanna, Are we working that? Out? Is that going to be a promo to go with all the other promos? Someone tell Elon Musk that Twitter may be crashing later this afternoon. That's amazing. Um, over 62 home runs. Anybody else want to make a bold prediction? Uh, Ramos is calling for 63 home runs at least for Shohei Otani. Um, Anybody? Uh, bold predictions. Mm. <laughs> Nobody. I I, I, uh, I I'll I'll make a bold prediction. Uh oh. Go. Uh oh. Uh, I'll actually care about baseball more than my survivor pool this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. There it is. Yep. I love it. I, I am so something. annoyed by the way that opening day is on March thirtieth. It should be. Why, why it, do they do they? Is it is it like baseball goes like? Hey guys, what can we do to really hurt our product? I don't know. Let's do it on like March thirtieth. Like a random Thursday? Yeah. What do you guys think? In March. Like yes. it's something about <laughs> April. It's- well, the other the other thing is, and I, I don't know if we have any rainouts or snowouts here in the in the first uh in the first couple weeks, but there is a way in which all of that could like very likely be avoided. Again, if baseball, you know, really kind of figured it out. You know? Like, hey, let's not play any games in Denver right now. Or like uh, what Milwaukee's in Chicago tonight? Like mm, I don't know. What do you guys think? March thirtieth in Chicago sound like a good idea? No. It sounds like a terrible idea. <laughs> but at least they have a dome. No, Doug, they don't have a dome. I know. I was being sarcastic. Right? Like this is not hard. Play in L.A. Play in Seattle. Play in Oakland, San Diego. They are in Houston again. Um, but then you get into you play in Miami, Texas. Plus it has a dome. Tampa has a dome. Right, but like Arizona should be playing at home. They're not. Uh, Minnesota's open air. Right, uh, Milwaukee should be playing at home. They have a dome, and Atlanta should be playing at home. And yet here they go, kind of doing their thing. And and the Yankees play at home. Now the Yankees won five nothing over the San Francisco Giants. But why wouldn't you just just to be safe play that thing in San Francisco? Am I, am I making sense to you guys? Like, why would we play these games in the East? Well, not just the East, the but north. the North. Like, oh, the it's, north. Like you're okay. just, it's like you're just daring us to, it's opening day. It's supposed to be beautiful, perfect, everything about baseball good. And you, you, you run, yeah. you very much run the risk of having multiple games postponed, delayed, whatever. There's, there's the, you know, there, there's the argument. I covered the Brewers for a while. Um, 20 years ago, and this was when Miller Park was new. And I remember, speaking of the Expos, they put Brewers stunk, uh, Expos were whatever. They played a uh, Tuesday night game against Montreal, and it was like 7,000 people there. And so that's even indoors. It's, yeah. you know, the, the tricky part is, is is actually now with school being in session, is outside of opening day and outside of these weekends is getting people to the ballpark 
while school's still going on. So now you have actually teams moving up first pitch an hour earlier. So you're not instead of like a you know a seven o'clock local time, they may start at six o'clock. They may start at six thirty. Uh, you know, there's just a tough tough stretch between what is now March thirtieth and maybe Memorial Day uh, in getting you know butts in the stands because of of weather. And so you couldn't really front load it with all these warm places because I don't know still how many people you would be getting into the stands in some of these spots. You're going to make your hay in the summer with attendance, I would yeah. I would believe. Just yeah, tough during the I, week. I, you know, I, I just, uh, in, in an effort to not get backlogged with sure. games, like, man, why are they playing these games? Well, they played it, you know. In uh, the the extra round of the playoffs, you know, is in, in last year the World Series went till uh, into November, I believe. I thought it was the, the longest season went. So you have an extra round of the playoffs. You have a few more off days. You're still playing 162 games. So, yeah, so it had to. You know, had to give on the front end of the schedule, which is why we're at March 30th. But there was always the tradition of the of opening day, like you know, on the national championship game yeah. day. Yeah, it was usually yeah. the Sunday, right? Yeah, yeah, Sunday yeah. night baseball. It was almost always Yankees well, and Red Sox. Well, the right? Reds had the long tradition. They always had the opportunity. They would play the first game in Cincinnati, and there'd be a parade in town. And now the Reds are about to play against the Pirates, but. You know, the Yankees had the honor because of TV. And, yeah, it took ESPN's TV package kind of took that away by having the Sunday night game. And now we don't even have a Sunday night because it's all, it's all Thursday. Thursday, Thursday, Thursday. All right, you're going to hear what uh, Kyrie Irving had to say after the Mavs lost. Plus, we'll have Mark Medina um, and uh, LeBron kind of admitting he's not a Laker. We'll get to all that. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. 
With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. I just learned something uh, awesome about Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Cash back from trips and restaurants all doubled. Seriously, though, see terms. Check it out for yourself at discover.com slash match. Um, here's Bill Belichick a couple of days ago responding to a reporter's question. And what, what would you say to them to give them a reason to be optimistic for what's ahead for the Patriots? The last 25 years. Um, I believe, I believe what that is, Jason Stewart, as a guy who uh, famously worked for Jim Rome. I believe that's the um, old scoreboard, isn't it? Isn't that what that is? Oh, I thought I thought you were going to go with the other one, which was, was uh, do you know who I am? I, it kind of had that tone, too. It had a little, do you know who I am, but it also had a little scoreboard, right? Scoreboard. 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 Do you know who I am? Scoreboard. So um, he doubled up or doubled back a little bit when he's asked about because it became some narrative in Boston and with Patriots fans that they were resting on their laurels. He said, quote, we're not resting on our past laurels. That's not the message to the team now or the fans. We have never operated that way, operated that way and aren't now. Um. I just, it was a, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't actually the worst question in the world. It's the way in which the question was worded. Can you, can you play for me the question one more time, please? And what, what would you say to them to give them a reason to be optimistic for what's ahead? Okay. So let, let's, let's discuss this. Uh, I know the way I would do it. Jay Stu, I'll give you the first, first, uh, first crack at it. How would you have asked that question? Um, let's see. Hey, Bill, you're coming off a tough season. Um, is there, um, 
No, I, I have no idea. No. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, pass and give to Dan, please. Buyer? I don't know if I'd ask that question, but uh, um, what's your message to the fans, Bill? Um, my message to the fans is great. What about if I said, uh, let me try this, Dan. Again, Dan, you give me your opinion. Message to the fans is good. What's your message to the fans? Well, you know, it was right. So mine would be like, um, um, you could you could say, "What's your message to the fans?" Then the follow up be this, or uh, what are you most looking forward to with this upcoming season? Right? What what like what about this year? Are you most looking forward to or? If you want to use the, the problem with the word optimistic is it's a trigger word, right? You react to that word, which is fine. If that's what you want, fine. You know, but uh, there's also like a pattern there. Bill, how would you, how would you characterize this season? You know, all right. Like what, what's, what's the biggest area that you, that you want to like, what's the biggest area that you are working on, both in free agency and the draft? What's your reason for being? Well, what's your reason for being optimistic? I don't know. That's that's the way I get it. I think you actually, Dan, you may have had a better better question. Yes, uh, Ramos. Oh, okay. All right. We'll get we'll get to Sean Sean Merriman in a second. Let's get to Dan Byer real quick. Uh, Dan, uh, uh, what's your reason for being optimistic about sports today? <laughs> well. Uh, it's because it's uh, it's opening day. That's why, because there's uh, a lot of baseball. In fact, all 30 teams scheduled to play today. Ace Baldwin probably going to follow his coach to uh, to to Penn State. This show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection, just one place. Bundle and save. Progressive dot com. Uh, Sean Merriman is a former All-Pro linebacker with the Chargers. Of course, he's also the founder of Lights Out Extreme Fighting. He joins us here in the Doug Gottlieb Show. A reminder that on May 6th, live on Fubo, uh, from the uh, L.A. Marriott in Burbank, uh, you can check out Lights Out 9. Lights Out 9. We'll talk more about that uh, to, to come. Uh, Sean, let me, let me just ask you first. Everyone's talking about Lamar Jackson uh, and... He came out on Twitter and was like, you know, I don't care about anything else. I, I really I want more money guaranteed than Deshaun. Um, do you think he'll ultimately get it? Yes, but it won't be with, with the Ravens, um, unfortunately. And, you know, I think that people are not really talking about the main factor um, and why he's getting it. We, we all know what he's capable of, what he's done over his career. We know what he deserves more money than Deshaun Watson. We know he deserves more money than Kyler and Dak Prescott, any one of these guys out there. The reason why he's not going to get it is because he doesn't have the correct representation. Point blank, period. Um, you know, one thing about an agent, I've been through this situation, is sometimes when an agent has relationships, not just with your team, they have relationships throughout the NFL. So they can actually put something together for you to get you out of there. And he doesn't have that. You know, the NFL's relationship business. He doesn't have the right representation. So does he deserve more money than the rest of those guys? Yes. Is he going to get it in the current situation he's in? No. So why do you think he'll ultimately get it if he hasn't, to this point, relented and brought in any representation? Well, he's, he's not. I, I don't believe that Lamar Jackson gets the contract he wants until he gets the right representation. Period. Um, 
And, you know, it's been like that for a while. And one thing that, that he that I'm sure he knows now and that anyone who ever played the NFL, who's done business or worked with the NFL, you're not going to dictate how they run their business. You're not. And so if you're going in-house and making these demands and it's not working for you, then you have to start looking across the board and say, okay, what am I doing wrong, right? My stats and my record and what I've done, my body of work is there. I deserve the money. So why, why, is, why am I not getting the money I deserve? And the one common denominator, the only thing you can really think of, is he just doesn't have the right people representing him. Well, there, there's also the that's one outlier contract, right? That's not a that that's other people. Kyler signed afterwards. We've had other contracts afterwards. None of them are more than three years in guaranteed length. It's only Deshaun and and frankly, the Ravens. They, they can franchise tag him for even three more years if they want without any sort of negotiation. So there, there is some differences in that way. Yeah, but the truth of the matter is, um, now the see, what happens is when Deshaun, uh, <clears throat> when Lamar Jackson got vocal about him being traded or being wanted to be traded, I think it was on March 2nd or 3rd, earlier during March when he asked for the trade. Now, you know, the Ravens, in a sense, are also shooting themselves in the foot because his value has gone down as far as what they can look for for it. No team is going to give them what they want now, even if they were playing on trading, because they know he already wants out of there. Now, that, that would have worked three or four months ago. They would have got, if they really wanted to move him, they would have got what they were looking for three or four months ago, but not when he is as vocal as he is now about leaving. So, so what do you think happens? I think that they play this thing all the way until training camp. I think that they see how far Lamar Jackson is willing to sit out. Um, I don't think they're going to play ball with him. I think they're going to make an example. Because you got people have to understand as well, standard agent fee is around 3%, right? 3% of a $250 million contract is, what, 7 or $8 million or somewhere in between. So – you're not going to go in there and just dictate it. And I, and I brought this up, and I was talking to somebody about it. I know Bobby Wagner and some other people went to go and uh, and negotiate their own contract without an, without a, uh, a lawyer, um, an agent. But they didn't have two hundred fifty million dollar guaranteed contracts on the table, and so that is the uh, is the difference here. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, uh, what what are your feelings about Aaron Rodgers and the Jets? Will it work? I think it'll work, but he he's going to need some help. Um, I, I, from my understanding, I think Ezekiel Elliott is probably going to end up with the Jets, and I think Odell Beckham could also end up in the Jets. And they're probably all talking right now, trying to figure out how they're going to get it done. Now, <clears throat> I don't, from Aaron Rodgers' past, he doesn't really tell anyone his plans. Is the reason why Devontae Adams got out of there because. He did, from my understanding, he didn't tell Devontae Adams his plans and what he wanted to do. So Devontae Adams left. Um, and so I, I just don't know if he's being vocal with Ezekiel Elliott because I think Zeke is, is probably going to end up there with the Jets. Um, and I think that Odell is probably going to end up at the Jets if Aaron Rodgers go. And so it's really up to Aaron Rodgers to pull the trigger and tell these guys, hey, this is where I'm going. Let's all come together and, and, and go win it. You know, I'm – I'm fascinated by uh, the Jordan Love element to it. You know, everyone now suddenly, suddenly goes so convinced. You know, you go back a couple years ago and they're like, ooh, we got a dud in our hands. He played good in a short replacement start, right? Short replacement uh, time, but he played well. We have a little bit of preseason. 
What do you think this year looks like for Jordan Love with the Green Bay Packers? I think if Jordan Love was was that good as they think he was, they would have got Aaron Rodgers out of there two or three years ago. That's what I think. Um, especially with you know Aaron Rodgers, the, the the drama when him coming in training camp or the back and forth or him being public about a lot of things. Um, you know he's he's really been a you know kind of a, a juggernaut in that organization when it comes to making calls himself and doing things on his own. So if if Jordan Love was good as, as as everyone think in that short period of time, I think the Green Bay Packers would have made a move on Aaron Rodgers two or three years ago. They didn't want to deal with that, but they had to because they drafted a guy to replace Aaron Rodgers who didn't live up or, or can't live up to what they thought he was going to be. Hmm. Hmm. Sean, Sean Merriman joining us here on the Doug Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, you're a Chargers legend. Um. And they're at a bit of an impasse with Austin Eckler, right? Where Austin Eckler's like, he's coming the last year of his deal. He wants a bigger contract. And they're like, go ahead, shop yourself. Find, find a bigger deal. And to this point, none have been found. How does that play out? Well, there's no doubt about it how good Austin Eckler is and how dynamic he is in the backfield. Not only just running the ball, but being able to catch the ball out of the backfield and move him around. He's dynamic. He deserves a, a, a new contract. But the, the, the problem that's happening is is Justin Herbert is up. And everyone knows what that contract is going to look like. So you've seen a bunch of restructuring and certain guys not coming back. They're, they're making room for this massive contract that is going to go to Justin Herbert and well-deserved. I mean, this, this guy's a, uh, you know, he's a, you know, a generational talented player. And they want to make sure that he's taken care of for the next seven to ten years. And but when that happens, you know, guys are not going to be there and they're not going to get those big deals. So, in my opinion, it has nothing to do with Austin Eckler. I think they love Austin Eckler and, and they know what he's more than capable of doing. But what are you going to give him when Justin Herbert's contract is coming up? And that's, that's the real issue. It is, it is a real issue. My guess would be that it gets worked out, right? I mean, they, they got Bosa done. They got Derwin done. Uh, they even got Mike Williams done. Right? They got Keenan's re- redone. Like this, it doesn't seem, it, it doesn't seem like it's the Chargers that you played for in terms of holding on to the money. No, definitely not because I ain't getting none of that back when I played. So <laughs> um, I think that um, if they are going to do a restructuring of the deal, I think Austin Eckler is looking for somewhere close to ten million a year. I think he's doing what five or six now, maybe seven. Um, I think he's looking for a, a, a deal of ten million. Um, you know, if it does get done, it'll be a two-year deal for twenty million or something like that, and make fifteen of a guarantee. So it, it's not a, it's not a doubt about them wanting to get it done. It's it's what the cap is. What you know, because Justin Herbert, he's going to be the main focus and priority when it comes to contracts. It's absolutely going to be, and they got they got to figure out cost certainty. They got to figure out what everything looks like, and you don't know that until you get that deal done. Uh, Sean, tell me about tell me about the event May eighth. Yeah, we got a huge event coming up. Um, if you guys are in uh, the L.A. area, May 6th, Saturday, May 6th, uh, this will be our biggest car yet. We have a bunch bunch of young, up-and-coming guys that's going to be superstars in this sport. Uh, Lights Out Extreme Fight, we're back again. And uh, get your tickets at lightsoutxf.com. If you can't be there, uh, watch us on Fubo TV. Fubo Sports will be live from 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. Pacific. Um, and, you know, our last show, man, January 14th, we broke into football sports uh, top 10 most watched all time. And, um, you know, we're looking to set another record again. But thanks, to everybody, for, for always tuning in. 
Sean, you're the best, man. Thanks for joining us. Love your insight on the National Football League and can't wait to see this event again. That is uh, uh, coming up May 6th. Just go to lightsoutxf.com. Lightsoutxf.com. Great Sean Merriman. Sean, thanks so much. Thanks for having me. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.